0: welcome back to the homeschool advantage podcast i'm your host bex buzzy today we have garrett hampton garrett hampton is a movie industry veteran with some credits on the biggest movies of the last decade interstellar furious 7 tron legacy gi joe the rise of the cobra the twilight saga new moon and many more He is passionate about using his talents to build up the family and glorify God. In this episode, we discuss his new movie, Schoolhouse Rocked. Garrett talks about his family's journey and the creation of this movie, some behind the scenes challenges and revelations they faced that came along with such an endeavor, the people involved that made this movie possible, and how Yvette and him began their homeschooling journey and the strength and beauty of becoming part of the homeschool community go grab your coffee go grab your tea and a pen and paper because you're not going to want to miss what garrett has to say let's get into the podcast okay so welcome back to the homeschool advantage and today's guest is garrett hampton i'm so excited garrett is the director of the homeschool rocked movie documentary movie right homeschool yep. rock documentary movie and producer of sorry i'm sorry that's okay
1: schoolhouse rocked
0: right i totally got it wrong yeah. all right so today we have garrett hampton who directed schoolhouse rocked and is the producer of Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. Say hello to our listeners, Garrett.
1: Hey, it's good to be on and it's good to be talking to you today.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for being here today. It, it really is an honor. I know you're a veteran in the movie industry, and from what I've read, that's a gross understatement because you've done some really big movies like Interstellar, Furious Seven, and you worked on Tron Legacy, G.I. Joe, The Rise of the Cobra, The Twilight Zaga, New Moon, and so many more. And you've worked several years as a motion control technician in Hollywood then deciding to make a shift to teach film at Los Angeles area private school, while producing a short documentary content for your church. And now your most recent one is been schoolhouse rocked where your wife, Yvette Hampton, who leads documentary and your family, you guys travel the country. Um, And that like, wow.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this, this latest one is definitely my favorite because I got to do it with my family. So um, one of the things about working in Hollywood is the work is always really fun and, uh, and hard, but you work with great people. But I found myself always away from my family, which was really hard. So we've been blessed that for the last, now almost six years, we've been able to work together and produce together and, and uh, just be a family, which has been a huge blessing
0: wow that and that's really the whole point of like even this podcast like homeschooling and just being able to choose your lifestyle and be able to live it with your family and i Mm -hmm. think that's amazing so is that why you did the switch to teaching in a private school
1: yeah in 2015 um, i had been in the movie industry for quite a few years and um really i saw it taking a toll on my family and on my health That just wasn't acceptable Mm -hmm. and so i left my job in hollywood in 2015 and for a year i worked for my church and taught at the school that was attached to the church and really loved that but we just felt really convicted that god was calling us out of the state and calling us to something really really different and at the time we didn't even quite know what that was Um, but we were convicted that he was calling us to basically sell everything and hit the road and tell this little story about homeschooling and then this little story about homeschooling grew into a documentary film and now two podcasts one of which is uh i think at like 435 episodes and has been a huge blessing so yeah our family has now served the homeschool community together for um since
0: 2016. wow that's amazing so What was the draw to create this movie?
1: Well, we were a family that had said we would never, ever homeschool. We had all the reasons why we wouldn't and we thought it was crazy. And then we had a daughter who was approaching school age. And as we looked at what was um, what was available to us in the area we were living in, we were in California in the Los Angeles area and the public schools for us weren't an option. We did not want our daughters being uh, taught that worldview. And honestly, the area we lived in, the schools weren't even really safe. Mm. And so at the time we were just looking for an an alternative to that. And we had always considered that my wife would just work and we would private school our kids. Well, as the Lord would have it, the year that our daughter daughter was gonna go to kindergarten, she was pregnant with our second daughter. And so (laughs) she couldn't work. And so we thought, well, what are we gonna do? And luckily we had some friends who said, you should just consider this homeschooling thing. And of course we thought that was nuts. But (laughs) they said, well, I'll tell you what, why don't you go to a homeschool convention? Which again, we thought there are homeschool conventions. That is the craziest thing ever. But (laughs) over the course of the weekend, we spent at this homeschool convention, God really changed our hearts dramatically. And we went in thinking, You know, maybe this is something we could do for a year if we have to, right? And as we left, we said, wow, this is something I think we can do the whole way through. And we really believed in it. And really the change came in two areas in our lives. The first was that we understood over that weekend that really it was our responsibility to train our daughter's hearts. And that wasn't something we had considered. We had always considered that school and academics were separate from parenting and discipleship at home. And we left that conference and thought, no, I think these are the same thing. Like it's our job as parents to train her heart. And so it was that. And then the other thing was, neither my wife or I were very good students and we really didn't enjoy school that much. And we saw at this homeschool convention that we would be able to take our daughter's passions and what she was really great at and mold her education around that and at the same time, wrap a biblical worldview into every part of it and really hand her something that would be a blessing to her rather than a curse like it was to, our, to my wife and I. So we left that convention changed. And uh, it was at that point that we just kind of jumped in. But over time, God really changed our hearts and we really grew to love homeschooling. We found it a blessing and we couldn't wait to share it with others. So we were blessed that God chose to use our talents to be able to communicate this story to others. And we really felt a direct call to go out and do this movie and just share with others that it would be a blessing to them.
0: Wow. How old are your daughters?
1: Um, Our oldest is now 16 and our youngest is 11. And uh, we've now homeschooled them all the way through. Our oldest is going into her junior year in high school, which is just mind boggling.
0: That's amazing. So, I want to talk about the movie, but I want to just kind of give a little bit of a background before you get into the the fullness of the movie. I watched it, and boy, did it rock me. And then the name is so appropriate for it because the passion, transparency, and the courage of those who spoke of their like peaks and valleys. And it was so impressive and like so deeply compelling, you know. I, I honestly I have to agree with what well, not agree in like in the saying like I agree right now like but I'm, I'm saying I always also thought that homeschooling was like an inferior to public education right right and but I am now so thoroughly convinced like otherwise and mm. I also realize the power behind this type of education and I know you know that you and Yvette said that you had you never wanted to homeschool that's I, it's just it's amazing how the Lord just shifted your mindset, and allowed you to just have that heart opening, which I believe he can do for anyone, honestly, yeah. to, to take that that deep dive into this because it is life changing, and you get to build amazing memories with your family, and you get to be part of their learning, not a separate part of of this huge part of their life, because learning for kids, that is that's everything, that's everything that they are, it's everything that they do practically. And sometimes I'm like, darn it, you know, like, so many parents are missing out on like, a huge aspect of that. But other pe- other children, their age, you know, who are not as experienced, who do not have, you know, potentially don't even have like the right mindset or come from, uh, you know, a, a home life that isn't, isn't good, are influencing your children. And for me, it's like, Oh, my gosh, like, everyone, I, I personally this is my opinion, I personally feel like everyone should homeschool their kids, yeah. <laughs> you know, and just, you know, but I know it's difficult. I know it's, not. Yeah. it isn't, it isn't probably the easiest thing. It's probably the most rewarding thing, because, because, you know, things that are difficult are highly rewarding. Can you just walk us through briefly, your voyage of homeschooling your
1: daughters? sure yeah and you're right to say it's not easy even with us even now you know having done it for 12 years since preschool to uh, my daughter's junior year now it's still hard every year every year we have to step back and regroup and really a lot of that weight is on my wife and it's it is a burden but it's such a blessing and it's funny you talk a little bit about um you know what you trade And my wife and I, it it took us uh, 10 years to get pregnant with our first daughter. Mm -hmm. And so we had been married almost 11 years when we have had her. And honestly, all my wife ever wanted was to be a wife and a mom, we desired so deeply to have a daughter. And then we had her and, and our hearts were just so full, we loved her so much. And yet, we still believed that we would teach her and train her, teach her to talk and walk and tie her shoes and maybe read a little bit. But when she turned four or five years old, we would turn her over to the experts. And man, you you consider the time that you trade away and all that we would have lost. We have such a blessed, deep relationship with our daughters that we wouldn't have have had otherwise. Because when you consider just the bare amount of time that schools take, Um, on average in America, a child who's educated from kindergarten to 12th grade spends 12,400 hours in the classroom. That doesn't include uh, extracurricular activities or time on the bus. It doesn't include the homework that they get at night. It doesn't include soccer on the weekends. That's 12,400 hours that you'll never ever be able to get back. And as a parent, not only do you lose that blessing, but you lose that time for influence in your in your kids lives and it's something that you just can't trade away so for us truly we went into it very reluctantly we were we were excited but we had no idea how it would start and how it would go but now we look at it and we say man what a blessing and that actually came pretty quickly i would say within the first year we got really excited about it because we just got to see so many things that we would have missed day to day. We, we got the pleasure of watching our daughter learn to read and learn to spell and just grow as a person. And that's so rewarding for a parent, even with all the challenges that I think once you get a little taste of it, you would never give it back. And so, um, you know, over the years we have poured more and more into that. And honestly it's just been more and more of a blessing. Now on the flip side, it's still always a huge challenge every year. Like I said, we have to reconsider what we're doing and we've changed curriculum and methods a few times. And, and, you know, you always have to deal with the uphill battle of one, just being a family and being together and, and then training your kids um, character and then training them academically. Um, But, but definitely we've found it so worth it.
0: Yeah. And but that's life, right? Life ebbs yeah. and flows, and if we're not taught how to do that from the people that we most respect, how do we even learn? That's why there's so many adults who can't really handle when things happen, right? Mm-hmm. Massive things happen, and they end up in massive depressions. And I'm not saying that, you know, it's a it's a bad thing because we all we all get depressed every now and then, you sure, know. Sure. But the ability to be able to shift and to and to go with it. Is really huge. And you do learn that from your, but you learn it from whoever really honestly is in your life a lot. And mm-hmm. you want it to be your parents. You really do. As a, as a teenager, I just remember always wanting my parents to be the ones who, and I was a rebellious kid, mind you. I was mm-hmm. extremely, I mean, when you talk about rebellion, that might have had my photograph on it. <laughs> That's how <laughs> rebellious I was, you know. But my mom did train me when I was a young kid to honor the Lord. And I had a lot of, influence um from other family members who were very you know who were who were believers so i'm thankful that they imprinted that on me at a very young age because mm-hmm. i did come back to when i came when i got older but to go back to you know your walk with your you know homeschooling considering you guys came from a place of i don't want to do this no it's crazy you know to oh my goodness this has been the most and it still is the most blessed time not easy but the most blessed time in my family that we could have ever had and we wouldn't trade it for the world was that your catalyst to creating this documentary like
1: it was it was part of it um honestly when we look at doing the movie it was kind of a gradual thing and looking back we can very much say that it was the lord's hand at work the whole time Mm -hmm. um and i'll i'll recount some of the things that got us to do the movie but it was really when you boil it down it was two things first of our first of all it was our family's realization that homeschooling was a blessing and was a positive thing for families and for students and for america and we wanted to share that the other thing though was um, now a little more than 10 years ago a movie was released called indoctrination and uh if you haven't seen the movie it's totally worth seeing please go out and watch it but indoctrination what it did was it took a look at public schools and it just laid bare what was being taught and what the worldview was that our kids were gaining and we found this movie at a time that was really critical to us we had decided to homeschool um, and so we were kind of sold but this movie really cemented it for us And yet it had been several years since that movie was released and we really felt like um it had been such a powerful tool to us we really wanted to create something similar that we would be able to share with our friends and that's what we found with schoolhouse rocked is it's a great movie for homeschool families to watch because it builds you up but but honestly they're already sold that's preaching to the choir we made the movie so that they would buy the movie and give it to three or four or five friends and keep passing it around. We really expect our movie to be seen by way more people than ever by the disc. And that's our hope. So so that that movie, Indoctrination, really was another key point um, that do got you know, us to do it.
0: Where did, where can you see Indoctrination as well?
1: So if you go, um, go online to indoctrinationmovie.com, that's their website, and I think it's still available on DVD through like Amazon. Um, I know you can still get it. It's a great movie; every listener should watch it. Um, right after you watch Schoolhouse Rocked, the Homeschool yes. Revolution. <laughs> it's so yeah, yeah. But the the other thing I said I'd go back a little bit. Um, God's hand was at work so clearly. Now looking back, in that year that I had left the movie industry and was working at the school, through that time. God was using that time at the school to really, um, mold my heart and help me to understand, um, kind of the effects and the process of education. And, uh, what I found was I was actually at a, you know, what would be considered a really good private school. And even in that environment where it was a Christian school, the teachers really did love the kids. Um, they poured into them and the education was, you know, as good as you could expect in that area there was still one key area that was missing. And that was that parents who God had called and given their children to them, just weren't really involved. And I really found that heartbreaking um, because the truth is when God gives you your kids, he doesn't give them to you with a five-year warranty and then say, when when they're done and broken, go ahead and check them out to the experts. Wow! And uh, so God called my heart really to make the movie. And when I went to my wife, and said, hey, um, I think the Lord's calling me to something crazy. I think we're supposed to sell our house and uh, leave and travel and make a movie. She was. She just said yes. And um, honestly, the funny thing was the Lord had been working on her heart too. Um, we've told this story many times on our podcast, but she had kind of already had a seed of um, wanting to travel and and leave California um before i ever did and uh so it was good god worked on her first because when i went to her with this totally nuts idea she just went for it
0: yes (laughs) that is amazing i love that isn't that like god though he he doesn't leave any detail uncovered you know so it's like when we just take the leap and and do it it's just awesome so How long did this venture take? How long did it take to do the movie?
1: So long. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's really funny. When we started the movie, we flew up to Washington to do a couple of interviews. And somebody asked me, how long do you think it'll be before the movie's out? And I had worked on lots of movies. I know the process of production. Totally. um, But I had never fundraised for a movie before. And so I told him, I said, you know what? Honestly, I think this movie is gonna be done in a year. He was like, okay, cool. I can't wait to see it. Five years later, we finally released the movie. So, <laughs> it. It, but here's the great story. This is really a story of miracles and God's great provision. When we set out to make the movie, we understood the, the technical process of getting the movie made. But like I said, we had never raised money for the, for movie making before. And that's a totally different skill. And honestly it's a huge mountain to climb and so we went out and we started raising money and money would come in always slower than we would hope right <laughs> of course of course <laughs> but it was always enough that we could do just the next step right we would we would raise a little money and we'd be able to go out and shoot an interview in some city and come back and then we'd go okay we've got that what do we do next and we'd raise a little more money and god would provide the next step well It kept taking longer and longer and longer. We didn't understand why it was taking so long. Then in 2020, I was about halfway through the edit on the movie when COVID hit. And I was like, okay, I don't really wanna change the movie for COVID. I didn't think it was gonna be a thing, but very quickly we realized that it had completely turned over the world on homeschooling. 53 million kids came home from school, whether or not their parents wanted them to, they were home. And so now you had millions of parents who had never considered homeschooling, who it was staring at, staring them in the face and they were having to work through, was it a possibility? How would they deal with work? How would they deal with their kids in front of screens? And so I actually recut the center section of the movie during that time to accommodate COVID, because uh, it it was then obvious that it was going to change everything but at that time i looked and i said oh lord you had perfect timing what we would have done was you know under our great wisdom we would have released in like 2019 we we figured we'd be able to get done by 2019 after a while and we would have completely missed that revolution right right but god knew better and so even when he was slowing down production he still had a perfect, perfect plan in in mind. So we released in November of 2021, and at that time, parents' minds were just open. And this was, you know, around the time of the election in Virginia, where the the governor the governor's race was really um, decided on the topic of parental involvement in schools. And uh, so many things had gone on. Kids were now faced with wearing masks to school, and parents were wrestling with that there in California, where you live, um, the vaccine issue is a huge issue for parents and parents were wrestling with that. And all these parents had had their eyes open by watching their kids sit in front of zoom screens and do school and see what the school was teaching them and how the school was discipling their hearts. And so God's plan was perfect. We released the movie to a ripe audience and it's been very well received because of it. So, you know, we praise God for that terribly long production time.
0: Yes. Oh, it couldn't have come any better. Right. I mean, even me as a public school teacher, my eyes were open to all indoctrination that I was believing. Like Mm -hmm. there were so many things that I was like, whoa, I can't believe I believe that there was so much like detoxing of my own brain that Mm -hmm. I was pretty shocked how deep it really does infiltrate where you just don't see it unless you're removed from it. So I'm in in a in a very weird way, I guess I'm very thankful that COVID happened. Yeah. It just opened my eyes, it opened a lot of people's eyes, I believe that that was such a, a deep awakening for so many people that you know, and then you make this movie and people are like you said, ripe and ready. And I mean, yeah. the lord already knows these things which is so awesome um but i i, I know, kind of like a lighter note I sure. like, what what were i so you said that the documentary was long and everything there had to be things that you learned along the way creating this documentary like can you give us some behind the scenes moments that you could that you can share with us that really kind of gave you those aha moments
1: sure um yeah there were so many in fact god you know he he didn't just grow us in what we understood about education he really grew our family spiritually in in the area that we had to learn to trust him for everything um when we went out we didn't have a safety net we didn't have a you know a huge budget we didn't have a studio behind us and day-to-day, day, we literally had to rely on him for everything. Um, if You know, you've seen the movie, that, that RV that our family drives out of California in, we yeah. lived in that for two and a half years and lived in it and schooled in it and worked in it. And when we weren't on the road, it was camping, you know, it was packed, parked at a camper or a campsite, um, which was where we lived. And every penny we spent for the film and every penny we spent to eat and to pay our space rent, for that camper the lord was providing day by day and there were times where we really really had to rely on him and times where it looked like we wouldn't be able to go the next month right so that was the first big lesson was that we could trust him Oof. the other thing though was when we went out to film the movie we didn't know anybody in the homeschooling industry we had our just wonderful bubble of friends in california and we were involved in a great homeschool co-op there but we didn't know any of the cast members, not one of them. And we, before we left California, we filmed our interview with Andrew Pudawa. And this turned out to be a really huge interview for the movie. Um, but the way we knew of Andrew Pudawa was my wife had done IEW um, writing uh, curriculum through CC. And we just knew he was a neat guy, but we didn't even know how to get a hold of him or anything. And this was just, again, God's great hand. I literally went on the IEW website, and I reached out to him through like a contact form, and I said, Dear Mr. Pudawa, I'm filming a movie on homeschooling. We didn't even have a title for it at the time. I literally said, it's gonna be a documentary. It'll be, you know, it'll put a positive spin on homeschooling and help hopefully let parents know it's a great thing, right? It was the worst email ever. And he emails me back about an hour later and says, Hey, this is great. I would love to be a part of it. And we said, great, praise God. And then God proceeded to work a string of miracles. That was amazing. Andrew Pudewa lives in Oklahoma in Tulsa, where we are now, but we were in Palmdale, California at this point. And we said, well, we'll just drive out to Oklahoma to film with him and Uh I I ended up getting on the phone with Andrew and he said, Well, where are you? I said, We're in Southern California. He said, Great, I'm coming out there in like a week. We'll get together. Okay, super. So he he was coming out to see his dad. And his dad lives in Long Beach. I had no idea where to film in Long Beach. So we called and he said, Well, you know what? I don't know where to film down here either. We'll just come out to you. And so he ended up driving out to Palmdale. We sat down and Yvette asked him like five questions. And he ended up just pouring out two hours of just pure wisdom, right? But the greatest blessing was at the end of the interview, he said to us, look, I know, I've been in the uh, homeschooling industry for 25 years. I know everyone. If there's anyone you need to talk to, just let me know. I'll reach out to them and you'll talk to them. And so we got to see God's hand at work. Well, the funny thing was after that, I would send essentially that same email to people. I'd say, hey, we're doing a homeschool movie. You know, it's it's going to be really neat. And I have this person and this person, Andrew Putawa, and this person in it. And they'd email back and go, well, if Andrew's in it, we're in it. This is great. We'd love to do it. And so God just over and over and over provided for us the perfect cast. And as you've seen in the movie, he literally provided the perfect people to tell that story. And we didn't have to do you know, anything other j- than just go and be obedient to him and trust him. Um, he just poured out blessing on the project. So that was really the lessons we learned was that we could trust him. I do wanna say one other thing though that, that changed in our hearts about uh, academics, right? At the beginning of the movie, when, when we started production, we very much felt like homeschooling was a good option for families. We understand that not everyone can do it, right? Um, right? And at the time, I don't think we were even convinced that it was the best option for every family. As time went on and we saw what was going on in public education, we we became convinced that every family needs to make every effort to get their kids out because it right. really is a crisis. Kids are now truly in danger, and not just physical danger and not just... Um, not just psychological danger; their eternal souls are in danger from yes. an enemy that truly wants to convert them to their religion, which is this secular, secular, um, you know, evolutionary, one-world government, Marxist worldview, and it is absolutely a religion. And we realize that public schools are some of the most effective evangelistic organizations in the world because they create millions and millions and millions of dedicated converts. And so our heart changed in that we still understand it's difficult for parents to get them out and not everyone can, but now our heart is to cry out to parents and say, if you can get your kids out, please, please bring them home for the good of them and for the good of the, the students that actually stay because nothing is gonna improve their situation better than really, really hard competition. So we really are now calling parents to bring their kids home, whatever the cost.
0: And I couldn't agree more. That's exactly why I created this podcast to give parents all the opportunity to be able to know that they can do this. Yeah. There are resources. They don't have to get overwhelmed by, you know, some parents do great at conventions, right?
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: some parents really feel like it's a fire hose of information and really walk away kind of eye glazed. Right. And I was like, you know what? I know for me, whenever I go to conferences, and I I hear speaker after speaker after speaker, I mean, I'm, I'm totally fired up. But truth be told, I really don't implement a lot, because it's mm-hmm. just so much information. But I've been listening to podcasts for a long time. And I've implemented more things through listening to a podcast, because I'm able to process the 30, 40 minutes I've listened to the rest of my day, right? And I have a I have a chance to like, write it down and to let it ruminate in my brain. And it was really that literally that just that thought that I have a chance to, to process yeah. important information. And that's why I did this podcast. That's why I'm so passionate about it. And I'm really, I agree, we need to not just we need to disseminate like break down destroy completely unrecognizable the public school system yeah into a way that they cannot recover anymore and i know i'm going up against a giant but i don't care like our god is bigger and i just believe that the ones who are going forth were were all davids and i might have a sling and a stone but that's all i need
1: Yeah, and I will encourage you to, we're definitely up against a giant, but what seemed to be an impossible task, even five years ago, now actually seems like it's in view because really that blessing of COVID opened so many parents' eyes. It's funny, when we made the movie, I didn't even feel like I had to tell much about what was wrong with public schools. There's such a small percentage of the movie that talks about the danger of public schools or the indoctrination, because now you you just say, look, public schools are dangerous and public schools are teaching your kids that they can be who they're not. They can love whoever they want and do whatever they want with no consequences. And, uh, you know, and they're converting them to very dedicated statists and Marxists and parents go, yeah, we know that's true. It's not a big mystery, so we didn't even feel the necessity to tell that story. But, but like you said, what we felt was we had to encourage parents that this is something you can do. It's not going to be perfect or clean or easy, but you can do this, and there are great, um, there are great resources available. I do want to say one more thing too. You talk about conventions being a fire hose and being overwhelming. And uh, you, you're not wrong. There are a lot of parents who feel overwhelmed. The one thing I would really encourage parents to do though is still go to a homeschool convention. Oh, absolutely. Don't buy anything. Just you know, go to classes that you wanna to go to and workshops and see what you want. But don't even worry about the information. Just go there to know that you're not alone. Go there to see that you're a part of a really great community. We've had the blessing of being, being to dozens of homeschool conventions over the years. And I can tell you that I am always most encouraged at homeschool conventions, because when you see mom and dad and kids walking together with hundreds of other families walking in the same direction, you realize that this is a really attainable goal of really reclaiming the family, reclaiming education, and really bolstering the church and and building up the church. It is such an encouragement. So even if you're overwhelmed by all the curriculum and stuff, Go and get encouraged by those other families. It's really yeah. good to know that we're a part of something bigger than us.
0: Yeah, and that's another reason why I did the podcast was because if they can get it in bite-sized pieces first and then go there and get, it's like, it's like literally I wanted to just be the like, you know, and every other podcast, like just to be that, 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 that place where parents can be like, oh yeah, oh, that person's gonna be there. Oh, I heard in the podcast, I'm gonna go. I'm like literally to fire the excitement of seeing, instead of being like blinds, I don't know who these people are. I've never, you know, I right. don't know. It's more like, oh my gosh, I get to meet the person. I get to see them live. It's almost just, I wanna, I wanna change the dynamic. Like, cause you're right. Like, because they've always like, because a lot of parents that they get overwhelmed. Duh, 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 duh. I'm like, how can, how can, how can we solve that? So when they get the information, it's no longer like, I don't know anything. I'm I'm frozen. It's more like, Oh, my gosh, I heard you on the podcast. I was so encouraged. I got this book. What else do you have now? It's no longer this stranger. It's like, Oh, you're this person? Oh, my God, you know, there's this massive connection of community, because that's what the homeschool uh, homeschool is it's a community that needs to be strengthened. It needs to be it needs to grow. It needs to get out there. People just, you know, they can totally do this. And I love yeah. your movie. I love what's happening. And I I, I want to be part of it because, you know, for the first time, like in my teaching, like I've taught for 21 years and I always sat in my classroom, you know, when I first started teaching, I used to make kids um, ponder scripture. Yep. I did that in public school. I would right. have it all over my walls and I'd be like, Hey, extra credit. Uh, I want you to journal on that, on that saying, I wouldn't call it a scripture. Cause I wasn't allowed to, but I would have scripture all over the walls. And I'd be like, for five points, each one, you could, you know, ponder each one of these sayings and write and hand it in hand in a, an essay to me. So right. I would have them doing that all the time. Like literally like what, like, like, just sitting there in scripture all the time. So it was, I, I had a lot of opportunity that I've taken, um, you know, sl- you know, slide it in there, I even had an English teacher, her textbook was a Bible, and they oh, can't say no. Yeah. yeah, they can't tell you not, you can't do that. You ha- you, you you are allowed because it's a literary uh, book. And it's the, mm-hmm. one of the best, best written books in the world. So she was able to use it and break down the grammatical and all of the uh, all of that. So it was really cool. Yeah, nice. we got creative. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's definitely that should still be the primary um, academic source for for families today. We actually have a good friend who developed a curriculum called the Bible based curriculum, and all she did for a whole year which just used the Bible for education. And when we look at God's word, we understand well the fear of the Lord is the beginning beginning of knowledge, and this is where we should be starting. So it's really important to integrate that into everything. Yeah, um, yeah. So I
0: think we're gonna get disconnected. We'll let, let it. Okay. I'll let it. I'll let it disconnect, and we'll pop back in. Sounds good. All right. Garrett, we have talked about so many awesome things, and I am just so excited about your movie. What is the call to action? Where can they purchase the movie uh, for for themselves, for their personal viewing, for maybe churches to view as a whole, if if that's possible? Yep. Uh, Where can they find you, and where can they buy these these resources?
1: You can find everything you need to know at schoolhouserocked.com. You can buy the DVD there or stream the um, HD streaming from there. You can also license it for your group. So you can bring it to your church or your homeschool co-op. We make it really easy. You'll also find some great free resources at our website. So we have what we call the Homeschool Survival Kit. It's a free 72-page ebook, and it's great for families just starting out homeschooling or even for veterans, it's a great way to get encouraged. So go to schoolhouserocked.com, download that, um, watch the movie, and also you can listen to the podcast there, and the podcast will really build you up week to week. We release, right now we're releasing two episodes, many days, and uh, three episodes a week of the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. So we just have a wealth of information there for families.
0: I love that, and that's really what we need right now, just to be able to understand and know that We all can do this and it's gonna take a little time, but I believe God is definitely speeding up the process. I do believe that a lot. So I'm really thankful for that. And so Garrett, is there one huge takeaway that you want our listeners to get from this conversation today?
1: You can do it. That's the takeaway. Um, And further, dads get involved. Um, If I could say one thing that we didn't really talk about, is that dads, you play such a critical role, not just in your home, not just in parenting, but even in homeschool, even if you can't be involved in the academics, I want you to show your family that you really, really care, that you're poured into this and, and just show your wife that you support her and love her and that she's doing a great job. But then most of all, dads, the biggest thing you can do is lead your family spiritually open up the word of God with your wife and your kids and pour it into them. And that will make an eternal difference.
0: Wow. Wow. Garrett, thank you so much for just, um, well, first coming on the podcast today. My pleasure. um, Taking your time. I'm really, I'm very honored. And I just wanna thank you for sharing your wisdom, sharing all of your experience, sharing your movie and the behind the scenes, your takeaways, This was definitely such a huge wealth of information and knowledge and wisdom. So I just thank you for it.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me on, Bex. It's been a pleasure.
0: Awesome. You've been listening to the Homeschool Advantage podcast, where you get the scoop on all the latest vendors that fit your lifestyle. Thanks for listening. Also follow me wherever you listen to your podcast to stay up to date on the next episode. You can also visit my website where the episodes will be and for my free lesson plan course, which can help you if you have different vendors and you're wondering, how do I make them all flow together? Let me help you with that. And if you're a vendor and you think you would like to be on the podcast, send me an email realedtalk at gmail.com. Leave me your name, contact, website, and I'll get back to you. Thanks for stopping in with me and I'll see you on the next time.